right, this is episode 201. Before you listen to this, I uh, invite everybody to definitely go listen to our 200th episode. We had a real good show there. And the uh, the two, 200th after show is going to be a blasty blast. As of the time I'm saying this, it's not up yet. But we're doing things a little bit out of order on our end. But it'll be in order on your end. Little little retcon in there from on, on my end. This is the new year for people. Yeah, this this technically is the first podcast we've recorded this year. Uh, the twenty one days episode two hundred was released, I think, January the third, second, third. Yeah, uh, it was released on the third, but it was recorded New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. New right? Year's Eve. Yeah. So yeah, this will be the first po- podcast we recorded in twenty twenty four. Our Lord and Savior. The year 2024. I came across an article uh, that I thought was interesting because the idea is when you create a character or any anything you create, it uh, it's it's copyrighted, but the copyright only lasts so long, um, and then it becomes public domain. Um, an example of that that we've seen recently is Winnie the Pooh went to public domain and they made that horror movie, yeah. Blood and Honey. I've noticed some cartoon like drawings or something. So you can re- re- record, write, do anything with that. Well, I don't not necessarily anything, but you can you can do your own Winnie the Pooh thing and not get sued. Uh, well, you for- know. On that, uh, Sherlock Holmes is a yes. big thing of that. That's why you've got so yeah, many if you've different... Ever, if you've ever seen uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, that's all that that is, is a compilation of, of public, domain, uh, public characters. domain characters. All the yeah. characters, Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn, uh, Alan Quartermain, uh, 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 Dracula. Dorian Yates. Yeah. Dorian, Dorian Gray. Gray. Dorian Gray. Dorian all that shit. That's just a, that's a, guy just knew a combination <laughs> of all your public domain characters through thrown in, together. In music, it's a little bit different, but it's also a little bit simpler. Uh, basically, if I if I wrote, well, not wrote, but if I recorded me singing and playing Inner Sandman and released it, you know, Metallica's lawyers might have something to say about it. If I didn't go through the proper channels, yeah. Uh, but now, the way music works, it's it's seventy year or no fifty years after whoever wrote it passes away. In movies, it doesn't matter who is alive or dead. From the time the character was created, uh, you got ninety five years. And a lot of our favorite characters were written in the like late thirties, early forties. Well, you know, uh, I don't know if this is the reason you brought that up, but the original Mickey Mouse just went public domain. Just went public domain, which is going to be interesting because, again, they can use you can do like you could write a little Mickey Mouse cartoon if you wanted to, but it has to be the original Mickey Mouse. Yes, and if if you look at the Mickey Mouse from nineteen thirty whatever to the one you see today, it's way different. Like they don't even resemble each other. And they brought that up about, which is what I'm going to. I have a list 
of uh, within probably, hopefully, our lifetime, within a decade or so, some of our favorite characters are going to be jumping over to the public domain. And I'm wondering how it's, it's going to affect a lot of things. Yeah, are and, we going to uh, get cheesy people throwing out Batman movies or well, they Superman already, movies? or They kind of already, already do that. Well, yeah, but... Okay, Mickey Mouse was 2024. Pluto will be 2026. Donald Duck will be 2030. Superman will follow Donald Duck in, in 2034. So that's just 10 years from now. Uh, all the character from J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit will be public domain in 2033. Can you imagine in 2033 how many Hobbit and Lord of the Rings stuff is going to come out? Oh, God. And then you got in 2035, which is just a year after Superman, you, you got Batman going public domain. Uh, then you got uh, Shazam. You got the Jay Garrick version of the Flash. So see, there you go. Uh, the current Flash is Barry Allen. But originally it was Jay Garrick. So if you do something with the Flash in 2036, you can still get it's sued good. unless it's Jay Garrick. And yeah. it has to be the Jay Garrick with the funny helmet with the little ears on it. Uh, Captain America is going to be 2036, Aquaman 2037, and Wonder Woman 2037. So that's just 12 years away. This entire list will be pub that's public crazy. domain. Care. Well, you got to think once Superman came out, they were off to the races with with comic comic book superheroes. Like they just kept cranking them out because mm -hmm. Superman did so well. Uh, the Joker, well, Superman wasn't the first one, was it? It was the Phantom. Yeah, but the wasn't Phantom he? never really made it into the comic book world. It kind of stayed along. But I'm talking about he he was kind of the first first superhero, yeah, comic superhero of sorts. But when Superman made his debut in action comics, that's what started the superhero trend we have today. Uh, the Phantom never made it into a comic book, really. He was with like Dick Tracy and all that. Because what it was is the, the funny papers were just in newspapers and they called them comic strips because they were all funny. Mm -hmm. Well, then they started doing serious ones and then they started doing superhero like, stuff like yeah. like uh, the Phantom and stuff like, like that. Dick Tracy. And Dick Tracy. And, there were yeah. several actually. So, but they still called them comics. And the first original comic books, and I'm using quotes was just comic strips that they put together in a book and started selling. So that's why they're still called comics today, even though there's no comedy about them. Mm -hmm. And most of them anyway. I guess unless you buy an Archie comic. So My that's grandmother. going to be a, an interesting thing to happen in just a few short years from now is to see how people get, and you're, you're living in this viral YouTube world where people can make their own shit and they can get it crowdfunded where people pump in sometimes tens of thousands of dollars to, to fund this project. And then you come out and there'll be a, a damn justice league movie. And then it's 15 years that Warner brothers isn't really a part of, mm -hmm. but again, Superman, when he came out, he could leap tall buildings in a single bound. He didn't even really fly. He said he was faster than a locomotive. And it showed him running alongside of a train mm -hmm. and keeping up with it. Oh, uh, I mean, the first day appearance. I thought it was stronger than a locomotive, faster yeah, than fast. a faster than a speeding bullet. That's right. Yeah, that's it. So he had yeah. like flash speed, but he didn't really fly. And I don't think he used laser eyes until later. Uh, the the whole frost breath thing came later. That one weird ass thing he did in Superman Two, where he pulled that thing out of his chest and threw it at those people. You remember that? They brought oh, that up yeah. on Family Guy. 
They they did a little skit of that. It showed uh the Zod people, mm-hmm. the people from the uh Phantom Zone. And he was talking to him and he pulled that thing out of his chest and threw it on him. And somebody went, Wait, whoa, whoa, what was that? Have you, <laughs> why have you never used that before? Like that could have came in handy in a lot of your turned battles. Into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> they only like turned into this big clear thing and wrapped them up mm-hmm. like in a shell. And they were like a picture. They're like, point whoa, out, like a living picture. Why have you never done that in all these years? And now, there's done- something to do with public domain. I know, especially with the Sherlock's Holmes stuff. So let's I don't think know about everything, but you have to. It has to stay in the same. So. So let's think about that in another light of like. Like right now, we have a distinct DC universe and a distinct Marvel universe. Just think about that. In 12 years, they could make a Captain America versus Superman movie and nobody could stop them. Yeah. I mean, that's where you start getting those crossovers. Once the public nobody can stop them. I mean, you could have a Captain America versus Superman or Captain. Like, and at some point, you can have a Captain Marvel versus Captain Marvel. Because, you know, Shazam was the original Captain Marvel, but they never trademarked the name Captain Marvel. So then when Marvel came out with their character, Captain Marvel. You know, I'd forgotten Shazam about just that. stuck to Shazam, yeah. Yeah. But Shazam's name was Captain Marvel, but they had never trademarked it. The name Captain Marvel. So Marvel ended but up kind of stealing it, sort of. Yeah, there is some rules that you have to, some guidelines you have to follow in doing public domain stuff. Uh, I know Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's uh, estate, I guess, they still have overall say in Sherlock Holmes, even though it is a public domain thing now but i mean that's why you get those movies that's why there's a million dracula movies just because anybody can make a dracula movie anybody oh yeah make a frankenstein, frankenstein movie. And- anybody can make a um a sherlock holmes or a alan quartermain or a tom sawyer or you know I, that's another one i can't believe they haven't really updated and redone was like tom sawyer and hook ben <laughs> you know well, the same with the Alan Quartermain. I mean, nothing's ever been done with it other than League of and Well, uh, they the did Star- the Alan Quartermain movies, those that were kind of a they did them when they came out with uh Indiana Jones. It was kind of it was for the most part just an Indiana Jones ripoff from those Alan Quartermain, Lost City of Gold and Oh yeah. Those old they movies. Didn't do too good, but though. that it was a. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name now that played in it. He was a soap opera star that played in it. I don't remember his name. See if I can find out real quick. And he played, I think they did like two or three movies about it. Because I'm wanting to say, if I'm not mistaken, I'm wanting to say James Earl Jones was in one of them. Was in maybe Lost City of Gold. Uh, they had some movies in the in eighty five. It was King Solomon's Mine. Yeah, that was one of them. And then 
Richard Chamberlain played Alan That's who Ford. it was. Yeah. I'm only pulling up the one movie. Well, maybe I've got them mixed up then. Maybe that was the only one. But it was the one with Richard Chamberlain because I remember he was a soap opera star for a while. No, let me take that back. There was another one in The Lost City of Gold. Yeah, that's the one I remember. out in 86. And, yep, James Earl Jones was in it. Yeah, I was thinking he was in one of those. I remember Almost watching Poppy guys. They were kind of a, off. They, they made them a lot like Indiana Jones. And that's probably why they, they put them out was because of the fame of Indiana Jones. <laughs> There's a new badass Indiana Jones game about to come out. I've got it on my wish list on Steam. Well, Indiana Jones was the character was the template. The template for Indiana Jones, I'm sorry, was Alan Quartermain's character. The Lost Kingdom. You remember that? The Lost City of Gold. Oh, yeah. The Lost City of Gold. Yeah. You had King Solomon's Mines and and the Lost City. Yeah. Those are good movies that he was a lot. He looked just like Indiana Jones because I wondered myself as a kid who came first. Um, but going back to what we were saying earlier about the copyright thing, I think what's going to happen is this weird shift. And uh, you, you may have already covered this cause you were starting to, to talk about that. Oh, uh, well, no, we, it, we it's going to be uh, gave some examples. the fan fiction stuff. That's the stuff that's fan made is almost going to reboot back to the golden age in a way. Cause you're going to have to have almost like an Adam Westian Batman, uh, like the classic Superman. I doubt they're going to go around and tell kids to brush their teeth and do their homework, but. They're almost going to have to have this otherworldly thing, unless they want to keep making them like they are now and make them "quote unquote" nonprofit. But now, see, you just brought something up. The Batman is getting released. Is it going to be the Adam West Batman? Well, well, they in one of the articles I read, they were interviewing two entertainment lawyers, and they said that yes, Superman and Batman and all of them are going to be public domain and. You can make a Batman thing and you can even sell it and you won't get in trouble, but there are perimeters. And that's probably most likely if Warner Brothers goes after you for making a Superman movie, if you make it just like or too close to a current Superman, they may try to say, well, the Superman from 1939 is not the Superman that we have today and it's not the one so you use get, in your movie. But you could get a lot of cool retro movies. That's what I'm that. saying. It's almost going to be like a golden like, age know. of movies. If you want to make them profit movies, which, you know, they're they're, they're kind of loose with the, you know, especially those crowdfunded movies that get like $100,000 and they go and make them and they're like, well, this is a nonprofit movie. I'm like, well, yeah, some people got paid, though. I mean, you know, they did. The movie itself can't make any money. Yeah. Because then Warner Brothers is going to be like, hey, you just made money off of our property. You're being part of it. Or just like if, it. if you recorded Sweet Child of Mine, you bet. Uh, Guns and Roses lawyers are gonna be like, "Hey, hey, whoa, no, that's not happening." Yeah, where's our cut? <laughs> and you know, uh, this goes this kind of keeps in the same world of of our nerddom. Did you watch Supernatural? I know Cal, Cal, I did. I'll put on. I just now, I, well, I started a few months ago, and I'm on season five now. And I always thought they have such kick ass music in that show. Like every episode's got like. Freaking ACDC and Metallica and like, uh, like 80s, a lot of 80s metal because, like, that's what Dean's into because that's what his dad a lot of 70s and 80s metal, 70s and 80s hard rock and metal. 
And I remember, and this connects the wrestling world. I remember one time, because, you know, the pay-per-views, the wrestling pay-per-views always had like badass theme music. And Vince McMahon, I remember him saying that he always wanted to use ACDC for mm-hmm. a, as a theme for one of the pay-per-views, but he couldn't afford the licensing. And I'm like, and I looked it up because I was like, how is that show getting away with using such awesome? But it turns out that uh, like what you would have to pay uh, the television studio is like a monthly fee. It's probably like $5,000 or something to have a song featured in an episode. Whereas in a movie, you know, ACDC's record label well, may charge you a million dollars to put it. In well, you know, now like Edge is using his same theme song in uh, AEW, and they were asking him how he got by with that. Well, they had to re-record it. They couldn't use the same voice. You know that woman's voice says, you think you know me? Oh, yeah. Well, they had to re-record that, and it says, it says instead of you think you know me, it's like you think you know. It says something different. There's one word off. I can't remember, but it's mm. a different recording. But now you think you know you. The Alter Bridge. <laughs> version of his song is still the same but that's because edge was the one that got alter bridge you know that makes to sense because there have been some than, bands that went WWE back and re-recorded like a instead of just releasing the greatest hits they re-recorded their greatest hits and put them out mm-hmm. or re-recorded a classic album to get out from under the copyright ownership that a, a record label or, or whoever may may still have it's confusing as hell, but it's actually even simpler in the music world than it is in movies because you have like BMI and ASCAP and those yeah. companies that get involved for licensing. And now you got that online thing that's just blown it wide open and made it really hard and convoluted. But it's going to make things interesting and challenging because uh, everybody still wants to make money. And they're still going to make money on Batman movies. It's just but that other here's people, the thing too. Other though. people may have a chance to make some cool shit too. Here's the thing too, though. If you're, let's say you're in a movie company, and Warner Brothers is the ones that's making all these DC, you know, Batman, Superman movies, right? Well, think about it. If you're in another company, even a large corporation company. Like, you know that you can't go within those perimeters and make as good a movie as... Because you don't have the money. You don't have a studio behind you. Yeah. And so, what's the point in releasing one if you know it's not going to do anything anyway? If, you know? You'd have to make a really good movie. And they could do a lot of those. There's been a handful films, of some crowdfunded know, but, ones that really... Like, Terrifier and Terrifier 2 broke the record for the, the highest profitable... Uh, movie that did not have a studio backing behind it it just had an independent movie yeah Yeah. independent film i mean you could get some good movies out of it but you're still not going to compete with like warner brothers or disney or you know you're not going to compete with them no definitely not you you don't have that kind of money and plus they'll do things to shut like not even not even like legal terms but they've got so much pull say disney and warner brothers would have so much pull that even if you did come out with the movie, even if it was another big studio that did come out with a movie, well, they're going to go and say, oh, well, you can't advertise here, 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 and here. So your marketing budget just went completely, you know, like your marketing for it's going to go completely down the drain. So, I mean, even legally, even if they don't do anything legally to stop you from it, nobody's going to watch your movie because a lot of people's probably not even going to know what's out. 
and uh and then they can probably block it from certain theaters and that kind of stuff so i mean they're it's you know that right there and i know at home you can't see this but uh just google original mickey mouse uh and there's a picture from 1928 look at that well steam train was the first (coughs) yeah steamboat steamboat willie if you did a movie with Mickey Mouse, you would have to have it look like that, basically. Like if you did a Mickey Mouse Blood and Honey, you know, or whatever, like, like, a, like they did a with- Mickey Mouse horror movie, you'd have to have that Mickey Mouse. Yeah, and you know that's the reason that, but that would all be creepier. The characters that's in true. Uh, Winnie the Pooh look different, mm-hmm. and they only used certain ones in Winnie the Pooh too. They didn't use like all those updated, like a lot of them that came out when Piglet we were younger. In it, is it Piglet's in there? It is, but uh, the original was Christopher Piglet, Robin, Kanga, Eeyore, uh, Rue, Eeyore. No, I think Kanga and Rue come out later, didn't they? No, I it, think it was, was Piglet, Eeyore. I think it was just Piglet, Eeyore, Pooh, and Tigger. I think was the only originals. The mouse that roared, the evolution of Mickey Mouse. Well, like every character is going to change and develop, you know? Yeah. And and here's the thing. I, I believe that if you put out... Oh, yeah, Mickey's changed a lot over the years. That's the one I remember as a kid, that, that version of him. Because that's when I, those terrifying ice cream bars came out. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like stuff nightmares are made of. Um, I believe that if you made a Mickey Mouse horror movie right now, I don't think they're going to mess with you because you're not going to make enough noise. If yeah. you reach the level of success that Terrifier has, it's made millions of dollars, and you're in theaters with it like Terrifier, and now they're selling like Terrifier, Art the Clown action <laughs> figures and merchandise, that's when I think Disney's going to step in. Well, like I said, they're going to start blocking your your marketing stuff so even if legally they can't stop it they can still stop you from you go you can make the movie but if nobody sees it what's the point you know and they can stop people from seeing your movie by messing up your you know messing up your marketing if nobody knows the movie's coming out because you can't advertise anywhere because warner brothers and disney pretty much have all the advertisements in their pocket too you know they own most of the tv channels and stuff so what's the point like you could go on youtube and pop up an ad on youtube but disney probably could probably get their hands in that and say hey youtube don't sell this company such and such and and there was gonna be like okay well give me a few million and disney will go oh well that's pocket change here there was nobody 10 ever original characters in Winnie the Pooh. Oh, wow. I 19, think... 1926. You had Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Eeyore, Christopher Robbins, Kanga, Root, Rabbit, Owl, Tigger, and yeah, Winnie the Witch. So all of them were on there, except for that the weird what the witch? elephant. Winnie the Witch. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. <laughs> Winnie the Witch. So all of them, but that little elephant that was on there. Was that like Winnie the Pooh's ex-wife or something? I don't know. But that was the original 1926 character from the book. 
You know, I went and looked at a list of, I just typed in popular songs that have entered public domain. I didn't recognize any of them because I don't listen to anything. And I looked up what, how long it's going to take for Elvis Presley's music to be in public domain. It, it's quite a while. It's still a while yet, but man, when it, I think it's, I think it was like 25 years from now or something like that. But imagine the big influx of artists covering Elvis stuff without any, I mean, people can release an Elvis album at that point if they want to and not have to do any much of any kind of legal stuff. Well, you know, that's why House of the Rising Sun, every band that you can think of has covered it or rewrote mm -hmm. it because nobody knows oh. who owns it. Yeah, that one is an exception. It's been in public domain for a it's long time. Yeah, it's been there for a while and not because it, of, of the time. It's that they aren't sure who was the original artist or something like that. Well, you know, they There's had a, a whole story behind it. You know, they have a, a whole thing with uh, Sublime. Like their music can never be sold or anything because they didn't have anything legally written up before uh, the singer died. That's why I like their new music. It's not even, it's it's called Sublime with Rome. It's not even called Sublime. Because One thing that's always baffled me is uh, John Fogarty could not even perform Credence Clearwater Revival songs for like 10, 15 years. It was for 10 years at the time of the long That is suit. crazy. Wow. But he, he went Bad back Moon and sued them for that. And uh, he can perform them now since oh, he's yeah, I've, I've heard the one that wrote them. Not well, you've got to be careful person, with that stuff, too, because you remember that one at one point, uh, a couple of the guys from Saving Abel had went out and were playing on their own and they wasn't promoting themselves as Saving Abel, but they were playing at a strip club one night and the strip club promoted them as Saving Abel being there. Yeah, and, I remember the, that. The strip club got in trouble because they put out the wrong press packet and it, it was like Saving Abel had two shows in one night. Like they were playing some uh, arena somewhere, and then the other two members were just playing some strip club, and the strip club was promoting them as saving able, even though they wasn't promoting themselves as saving able. But there was like a big stink over that for it was like uh, a little while in our lot in our age that we remember was uh, Great White. There were two versions of Great White out there. There was mm -hmm. Jack Russell's Great White, and then the other. And it was just two great whites, and then they sued, and he had to call it Jack Russell's great white. But uh, earlier than that, I watched that the movie about the Temptations. You remember that singing group, the Temptations? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the OG boy bands, I guess. There was three versions of the Temptations tour in the United States at one time, because you had members from that they split up and formed an all new Temptations group. But by today's laws, though, they wouldn't be able to do that. No. That movie was actually pretty good because at the end, all of them finally got back together and did like the real Temptations tour. I remember one of those country brands had two versions and basically one guy left the band and it was like the drummer or something had left the band. So they wasn't allowed to, to play under the same name because it was actually split that if anybody, it was some hillbilly country band. I can't remember their names. But they had to change their name and because like a drummer left, you know, because they had it split that way to where if any member of the band left, they could no longer use that band name. And it was still pretty much the exact same band. I remember Tony Iommi <laughs> was about to release a solo album called The Seventh Something, Seventh Son, or I'll have to look it up. And uh, 
it was just him and three other random dudes. And I was like, I protested it at first because they released it as a Black Sabbath record. But turns out it's the label that made him do it because that, that he owed him another Black Sabbath record. So he had to call it uh, Black Sabbath, but it was just him with three dudes. You know, he was the only original member and he's the guitar player. Didn't have the original drummer, bassist, singer. Obviously, Ozzy was off doing his own thing. But I was like, what the heck, man? Nobody, I mean, are you going to fool people? Like, they're really going to think that's Black Sabbath? It's like, no. Son. I'm trying to remember that guy's name that changed bands like every album. Uh, I'm trying to remember what, what song it was. But the guy pretty much just every studio, every time he'd go in the studio to do the next album, like he owned the rights to the band name. And it Dude, would be look like at, a different look at the history band. of Fleetwood Mac. Like by the time they got uh, Stevie Nicks mm -hmm. in the band, they had gone like they had changed every member of the band bef before they even started <laughs> taking off to get famous. And since then, like there's a YouTube video about it. And it just blew my mind. I was like, what the hell? Like there could be like twelve versions of that band out there. I guess if you stick around long enough, and you know one person owns the name and keeps it going, then well, like everybody says, Leonard Skinner now. Like there's no original member in Leonard Skinner now. One of them was the dude's brother. I think is the closest yeah connection. But there was there. no original member of Leonard Skinner in the current Leonard Skinner. <laughs> yeah. Um, they tried to do this this band, and they they called it Credence Clearwater Revival, and uh, then they got sued and had to change it to Credence Clearwater Revisited. Is what they called it. I remember that. Yeah. So they toured for a while, played in Credence, so they were basically a cover band and tried to. You use remember a long time ago they used to talk about Van Halen, and the big joke all the time was they should have named it Van Hagar, you know, and when David Lee Roth quit, I was more of a Roth guy. But I, like, dude, I know a lot of people that still call it Van Hagar. They don't call it. Yeah, Van that Hagar. was the joke. There's a lot of but good Hagar songs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sure. Well, they're actually trying to talk about doing a tour with both with both of them. They did. Oh, it was, really? It was, it was a disaster. Yeah, because because the egos got involved in who opens and who goes next. But yeah, they did a tour. It was called a. They had a cute name that went with it, like. Then and now, or something. David loves Sammy, or something. Uh, yeah, it was something <laughs> silly, but made like made it. You could tell well, they were was, one of the few bands that still had like hit songs with the new with singer. both singers. Right. And it's rare that people do Oftentimes, that. You know, it's really rare yeah. when you know. Oftentimes, ACDC did it, and, and Van Halen, but there's rare anybody else has ever. But really you know, ACDC. The guy died. It's not like they just kicked him out. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. And so people were sympathetic to that. And the two, they made a kick-ass comeback record. Yeah, they did. And it was called Back in Black. Like it was that was the perfect comeback of any like that. They did it. They did it right. Like that's how you. I mean, I guess that's how you, you could, replace a singer and. Continue I guess you could legacy. say the Misfits did that. In a way, well, Danzig is touring with the Misfits. Well, not touring, but, but doing shows with them again. Yeah. And I mean, he'll switch engage. Here's I what's guess. crazy is Slash is back with Guns N' Roses, but I think they were just a little too late with that. Like, that should have happened like 10 years ago. <laughs> Man, yeah. Whenever they finally released Chinese Democracy, oh. it was too late. <laughs> and everything that's happened since then, in my honest opinion, it's just been too late. They're just reaching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, there's still people, they're still selling out arenas, but like that. 
first to have year a big on, resurgence, you need to do it while people still give a shit. That first concert they had with what was it, Full Throttle or whatever, you know, during Biker Week. That was probably their big, like that was when everybody wanted to see them, and they just that that full throttle uh, bar just basically gave them like they were like here here's like eight million take all the money y'all come play one night just one night, and that was probably their biggest real comeback, you know, and then after that it's like you said everything was just too late. I just saw him. We have That's a funny. visitor, Kella. Oh really? Yeah, speaking of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, we have a visitor. They got real cold outside, and the mice are coming in. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about that happened to most of the United States in the last couple weeks. Is this huge winter storm? Well, it affected all the southeast. Everybody up north is used to it, but we ain't. Us country folk, we can't walk uh, across the damn. It clicks off the forties. All right, well we're back, y'all. Yeah, we uh. We got kicked off of Zoom. I don't know how far we got, but what we had just started talking about is uh, that a mouse got in. And I think part of the reason, and, and this affects most all of the southeast, at least, is this big uh, winter storm we had this past week. Uh, I know. I hadn't left the house at all. I tried to go to work one day and ended up in my neighbor's, neighbor's driveway. Yeah. It's the longest I've been off of work in like five years because, you know, I don't take vacations or get vacations. I think so. Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, me and Alicia went to Tiger Mart, which is just right up the road. And uh, going from <laughs> my driveway to the top of that hill was absolutely the worst yeah. part. We we were spinning going up that hill. My tires were spinning. I left to go to work. And I got all-terrain tires thursday and did okay except for one spot i ended up on the wrong side of the road you don't want to do that so but the problem was it wasn't snow we had no snow whatsoever none i put a bowl out ice i put a bowl out just in case it snowed we would have snow snow cream yeah it was just solid little tiny pebbles of ice yeah there was no snow then it started melting and then it got cold again and then it was really just solid slick ice. Yeah. Like you could literally skate on the concrete part in my my driveway area out there. But today it got up to what 34. And you know, it's funny because first time it got up Thursday it got up to 44. And we had a lot of melting out here. Well then Friday came in and it just started sleeting again. Yeah. And it made it even worse. <laughs> It just rained here, and it got that ice real wet. Then the temperature dropped again, and just reinforced it. Really, it was like the places ice to, skating rain. Because like you know how it is when the, when the when the weather starts getting just above freezing, the shit on the road will start melting. But we have you know, these country roads out here; a lot of it's shaded, and if the sun don't hit it directly, it is not budging. No, and so there's you know, a lot of that, like here. an ice skating rink. You know, you go through and you make grooves. Yeah. Well, what a Zamboni does is it just walks by and heats it all and refreezes it so it flattens back out. So that's yeah. basically what we had here was like a Mother Nature's version Zamboni. of a Zamboni. <laughs> like it 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 came in, it kind of heated everything up, slicked it over and rained on it, and then it all slicked over again. So and I know the people not even uh-huh. far north of here make fun of us because you know. We buy out all the milk and bread and shut the whole world down. But you got to understand, we're not equipped to deal with it because we don't get it 
Like we have whole years, well, whole winters. We go when there's no snow. Here's at the all. thing. Like none. So, I went to Walmart. So why go buy a bunch of snow plows that'll never get used? So I went to Walmart yeah. on Thursday. And uh no, on Wednesday. On Wednesday. And the meat department that runs all the way down the side of the store. Completely empty. They had salmon. That was it. They had that one little section of fish. And then the rest of the meat department all the way down. I saw pictures on was Facebook completely empty. Just a and empty then, Walmart. So I found a box of that those pre-made sausage patties and i was like well i'll just fix breakfast for my kids you know that night we'll just eat breakfast for supper since there's no meat of any kind so i found that box of sausage and i went back there well you could only get the 18 pack eggs and the sleeves that's all they had in eggs was of course for me i love eggs so that wasn't no big deal either yeah so then i went and started buying all this stuff for breakfast and got up there and there was no biscuits of any type so I was like, well, I'll just make homemade biscuits. I'm not good at it, but I can do it. So I go over to the section where the uh, all the baking stuff is. There's absolutely no biscuit, no flour. <laughs> oh, yeah, flour. That's that's a, there was I saw three bags of sugar. So when there's snow yeah. and sleet in the forklift, there was yeah. three bags of sugar left on the shelf. So I bought one of them. So I was like, well, I'll just make toast. So I go up there to the bread aisle. And they had uh, three loaves of wheat bread up there. And then other than like specialty bread, all the bread was gone. So I got that to make toast with. And so, I mean, like you just had to, like you had to be creative with supper. If you didn't have your stuff, you know, before everybody got in there. I bought a bunch of canned stuff. Yeah, I ended up buying like peas and stuff to make cornbread and that kind of stuff. Lots of soups and uh, stews and stuff like that. And that's basically well, that grilled cheese. <laughs> when I knew it was coming in, I made a huge pot of chili at my house. And then I made a big uh, crock pot full of Rotel dip and stuff like that. So I had already just, so that first day, uh, that Friday before it hit, I just came home and started cooking. Like I just cooked a whole bunch of stuff to just throw up my refrigerator, you know, that yeah, kids could eat on all weekend. And so that's what we did all weekend was just ate on that stuff. And I still had plenty when my kids were gone and I couldn't go get them. So I didn't even have my kids again until Friday because I just couldn't go get them, you know, from their mothers and stuff. So you I know, had plenty of food. Just a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about how, or I was talking about how nice it is this time of year. You can sit your beer outside and ain't got to worry about finding a spot oh, yeah. inside the refrigerator. Well, I had to get my beer inside because it because was going to bust. Fro- and, yeah, yeah. frozen and bust. And now, again, you know, it's not a problem we normally that, have around here. All of that beer and stuff is still in the back of my Jeep from when we went camping over the weekend. You may have some wet spots when it thaws out. Yeah, you might yeah. want to check that and pull it out. Mark, oh yeah, I went camping. Mark knocked something off his bucket list the day, but the the day we drove home, which we knew it was coming, so we were coming home that day, and uh, it hit that night. But we came on mm-hmm. came home from camping that day. Yeah, I was out here that night, went home, and then it, yeah, and that was the last I last time I went anywhere. out when yeah, I left here right. and went to my house. That was the last I could get out, and. I mean, I was it was pretty worse well stocked, a little bit though, north not, of us, not just but... because of the. I, it just just so happened that I had stocked up on everything 
I guess because of the camping. I mean, they're still like, but we didn't lose power, didn't lose internet, didn't lose. uh, Well, we lost water out here one time because it froze. But uh, I mean, I went to work today, and there's still like some of the parking lots and stuff where the shade is. It's still. uh, I mean, there was still ice, like you know, in some of that. Now the roads were pretty clear. You know, under the underneath the bridges, there would be a patch of ice. You know, that type of stuff. But yeah. other than that, but tomorrow it's supposed to, like this whole week, it's supposed to get up in the 50s. and 60s even, even. Yeah. Like one day it's it's going to get real close to 70 if it doesn't reach 70. So That's Mississippi for you. Yep. You have a snowocalypse and then you were in shorts a week later. A few years ago, <laughs> when it snowed. A few years ago when it snowed, they had pushed all the snow, you know, in Tupelo in the bigger town. Like they had pushed all the snow to the side of the road. They actually have a plow. So it was all piled up, you know, like waist deep. And one day it was 86 degrees. <laughs> and I'm like, it's 86 degrees. Everybody's sweating, but you can look over and there's still a pile of snow and ice from the week before on the side. <laughs> I always tell the story like about uh, my 11th grade year. We went and stayed out at Needle Lake all week, uh, just swimming and playing and drinking and partying. Well, the week we came back for spring break that day, it came one of the biggest snowstorms we've ever had. And I remember th- and we, we went down to the parking lot because at the 11th grade, you can drive your own car there. Was that 94? And we, uh, yeah, it had been yeah. around 93, 94. Yeah. We went down the hill where we were parked and there was snow all over the cars. So this huge snowball fight uh started. Like, I mean, we were just killing each other with snowballs. And I went, I reared back to throw a snowball and I winced because of my sunburn that I had acquired <laughs> just two only, days before at the lake. And I thought in how ironic man. I'm having trouble <laughs> throwing my snowball. <laughs> only you know 10 miles from where i got a sunburn two days earlier <laughs> well you know a few years ago it snowed on easter yeah here. you know it's like what was that like six seven years ago and it snowed on easter i think and i remember it snowing one time on christmas and that's since yeah. i lived here yeah well, you yeah, know, the sometimes big we'll one, go an entire winter. We've gone a whole winter's for and it didn't even snow one you night. You know, the big one we had here was 84 and 94. And then, and then 2000. The two bigger ones. And then. So, but yeah, in your bigger cities up north, they have whole departments that sweep and, and plow the streets. And they have all the equipment to salt the bridges. And around here, we just. We just have to hope we have enough shut down for a week and be done. Just usually, it's not just, just rough long, it, though. Just rough it for a couple of days. You, well, you, yeah, it's usually like it'll melt the next day because it'll be yeah. 80 the next day. But this time in particular, the the it's the, probably the longest. The numbers just stayed so low. Yeah, it's it's been several years since it was this bad. Yeah, I didn't mind it though in a way. I mean, it was, I was inconvenienced, but it's almost like glorified camping. It's like I'm kind of roughing it for just a little bit. I mean, we, every night we'd come out here and we'd play cards. We would drink. We would listen to music. You know, we never lost power. We stayed warm. I had to break out the extra heater one night. Well, what happened in 84? It, it was actual, like, this time it was just ice. You know, that's all we got was ice. I think that was, was 86, no wasn't it? But what happened in, like, I think it was 84, but I may I may be wrong. I may be too. But what happened then was it would snow at night. And then the next morning, about dinner time, all that would melt, and it, but it, then it would snow again that later that night, 
and it ended up being like six or eight inches, it was very but it was thick. just six or eight inches of ice, ice. because yeah. the snow would melt and freeze, melt, freeze, and then it would just melt and freeze on top of itself. That is these in my entire lifetime, and I've lived here my whole life. That's like the six worst. Or eight inches. That was the worst. Yeah, we've ever had. And I was out of school for like two weeks. But I remember and that's back when they didn't give a shit. Like a tornado would be right up the yeah, road. Yeah, they didn't care. And they would just we make us sit in the hallway. The I remember several times having to line up the hallway, cover your head if you got something. Kiss your I remember that. Uh, and then the tornado, the all right, the tornado blew through and killed about 15 people. Y'all go back to class. <laughs> We're fine. Nowadays, it's like, hey, it's going to rain real bad tomorrow. We're going to yeah. call off all the money. Somebody <laughs> sneezed too hard and they cut close school. It down. might snow, so we're not having school, and then it don't even. That's what blows my mind. Well, what the the crazy part about school now is they figured out that you don't have to be at school every single day to actually learn now. You know, it's <laughs> like take some stuff home, do it at home, you know, that kind of thing. So, Yeah, back then they could not email us our assignments because yeah. email was not a yeah. thing. It didn't exist. Yeah, I've been doing working from home all week, and all I've had is my phone. I remember the day I was so pissed off that that snowstorm was coming that you're talking about. Our teachers were frantically assigning us a shitload of work to do because yeah. they knew we were going to be at home. Yeah. Yep. And I was just like, "What? What?" And I mean, they were like scrounging to make, like, just making shit up. Like, do twenty pages of this and do your spelling words you know write them 10 times instead of one or two and i was like son of a bitch you know i remember waking up and i still waited the night before (laughs) i remember waking up that morning and like i lived on a hill you know like a big hill and i look out my window and there's probably like 30 or 40 kids sliding down my hill on random things we went we went out to the gravel pits and was sliding down the hills (laughs) that was kind of the good old days you know people don't do stuff like that anymore not around here Oh, but there, I mean, some people might go out on their quads or their, yeah, know, their somebody little, in little my rangers and ride around, but they're not going to get on like a cardboard box and slide. There was down a guy head. in my neighborhood driving around on a side by side, and he was like spinning and yeah. doing little donuts. You remember when we did stuff, all that shit but, in the parking lot of Big Wiggly? Yeah. <laughs> Shauna and Jesse found an old car hood and had it We've done, hooked I've, up behind their truck. Nice. And was driving up and down the road. She sent me videos of it. Yeah, they did that back at that big one in 84, 86. <laughs> now I want to look that up and see what it was. But that, yeah, that's definitely the worst one we've ever had. Another one that was pretty bad is since I lived here and we lost power for about three, maybe four days. And luckily I had a indoor, I have an indoor fireplace, so we stayed warm during that. I bought plenty of beer. That one we had when I was still living in Becker. Well, it froze over for almost a week. Yeah. And I ain't been but about five, six years ago. I saw, I was laughing at myself because everybody was like, you got milk, you got bread, we got canned food, we got uh, enough fuel for the propane, the butane. And I'm like, how much beer do I have? Do I have some? Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got, some, I got some whiskey left from the camping trip. But yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah yeah we probably need that other shit too but that's where my mind well, like at. there's no propane in town there hasn't been propane in aim yeah the in um, like a week the big you know, the dollar general i went now. to that i showed you the picture of where the whole freezer section was empty mm-hmm. had a big sign on the propane thing that said empty so i was glad i just got some for the camping trip that yeah we had all bars filled up right before winter hit 
and I mean, still hadn't used any of them. It's still like 20-something degrees outside or going to be. Yeah, I need to drip the faucet in here again because it froze up, and it just thawed out today. I kept mine dripping in my my kitchen sink, my bathroom sink, my bathtub. Never yeah, I've been keeping anything. mine in the kitchen dripping. And then you also got to know to keep your cabinet doors cracked or open a little bit, too, inside your house. That helps out, too. A lot of people don't know that to open yeah. cabinet doors under your counters, open those, and that helps out too. Well, typically when it's the wintertime, I'll message Alicia or whoever's home while I'm at work, and I'll be like, hey, we're going to be out in a man cave tonight. Go turn the heater on. Well, this heater right here has been on been high. Off. Hasn't been off Well, you since. had to worry about that. What yeah. night did I get home? S Sunday? Mm -hmm. Sunday. And you turned it up. You said it And today's Sunday. It's been on yeah. seven days straight, wide open. Yeah, because you said you were worried about the – the water freezing up yep. out here then. That was last Sunday. My power bill is going to be bad. Now, what all did y'all do during the great snow eclipse? Because all I did was... Well, I'm, I worked we every day. I on the house. Home. Well, I, yeah, I did that too, but... I watched a lot of television. I watched a lot of movies and TV. It's yeah. a good segue there, Kel. I like that. I watched uh, Boy Swallows Universe. What? I hadn't seen it's it. It's a Netflix show, and it's got uh, the guy that played – the only famous one in it that I spotted was the guy that played uh, Ragnar in, in Vikings. He was in it. But it's an Australian show, and uh, it's about this kid growing up with, like, drug dealers and his family. It was a pretty cool little show. It's, I've watched a lot of foreign – films this week and korean canadian and french sci-fi type movies on netflix and they were all pretty damn good yeah that's one thing about me being deaf or mostly deaf is i've gotten good at reading subtitles me so too. now i can watch a foreign movie i can't watch tv and don't even think about the captions on <laughs> I can't well it. these were all dubbed anyway so so let me tell y'all a story real quick, then. My son, my 14-year-old, has gotten I, – I, I called him in because we watch a lot of Marvel movies and Star Wars and random shows and stuff. Well, I called him in uh, the living room about two, three weeks ago and said, hey, let me introduce you to Lost. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, man, we have watched Lost. We're on the third season now. Just tell him there's not a fourth season. That way he won't be so disappointed. <laughs> no, I'm only – he tries to – he's good at figuring out shows, like figuring out what's going on before they actually do it. So uh, I, I, I tried to tell him when we started. It was like, don't try to figure it out. You're just going to get a headache. <laughs> like, just watch it. And I really believe Lost it made a huge mistake by listening to the internet and – that, that was like in the early days yeah. of people getting online saying, oh, I know what's going to happen. I know what. And everybody was like, oh, they, they they died in the plane crash. And this is like some kind of purgatory or hell or, or something in between. Yeah. And they figured it out like right away. And then the, the showrunners were like, no, that's no, that's, that's not what it is. It's something and totally. Like, oh, and then they just dreaming like it was Hurley just dreaming. Yeah, they, they like, tried to okay, do. Okay, no, it wasn't. And that. then at the end, they were like, well, okay, yeah. It the was. island's magic. No, that's not it. And then they just took all that and combined it. 
Basically. Yeah, and at the end, it kind of was purgatory anyway. And I'm like, and it was purgatory. Don't listen to the internet. Just whatever magic, you wrote, you stick know, with like, it and tell a good story. Don't don't worry about if people figured it out or not. You know, like we speculate on who's going to win a wrestling match, and then if that person wins, fine. If they didn't, fine. You know, it's mm-hmm. just I don't know. I think they I think they made a, a huge mistake by listening to the fans. Yeah, I think I think. Uh, well, have y'all watched Reacher season two? I have not, but it's on my high up on my list. Man, it is really good. I haven't even watched the latest season of Jack Ryan. I I'd never seen any of it. Oh, dude, that first couple seasons is amazing. I highly recommend it. It's on Amazon. But yeah, I've watched a lot of uh, just random movies. Oh, trap! I watched Blue Beetle last night. How was that? It was really good. Anthony said it was good. I watched an old movie called Trap that they just released on Netflix. And it's got uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Kevin Bacon and Courtney Love and uh, the Townsend guy that played Lestat on uh, Lost. I mean, uh, not the Lost uh, Boys but interview. No, the other one, Queen of the Dam. They were on it. And it's an old movie. And I guess I just didn't watch it when it came out. But man, that's a good movie. I would recommend that one, too. I think it came out like 2011 or 12. I was watching a documentary today called The Electric Boogaloo. And it was like the name of it was um, Canon Films. And it's really confusing because when you think of Canon, you think of like what's Canon to a story. But there was actually a movie company called Canon Films. And they released a lot of the films we watched in the 80s. Like almost all the Chuck Norris movies were Canon Films. Uh, that He-Man movie that was god awful. Uh, <laughs> they they did a bunch of the cheesy like uh, there was a couple of the Sean Claude Van Damme movies. Uh, the only Sylvester Stallone movie I think was Over the Top, which is crazy how they made a movie that was interesting about arm wrestling. Um, I got it was actually- and I remember watching it yeah. and wanted to be be an arm wrestler so bad. <laughs> I didn't I didn't achieve those aspirations. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get there either. I got the arm wrestling association on the line, and they are not happy. That's their favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, they made a a movie about bouncers, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, all it, in who you put in it. And yeah, I mean, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. I mean, Weatherman was about weathermen, <laughs> yeah. and it was good. So, you got any news for us? Not really. Uh, I mean, just the only really big thing that I found is uh, Todd McFarlane has been talking about Spawn, the new Spawn movie. Oh, yeah. The new comic and the upcoming toys that uh, he's got released. I've been bidding on a Todd McFarlane, uh, Jason Voorhees figure. Well, he's saying that for anybody that's wanting to pick up and jump into the Spawn verse to start at issue 350, hmm. because it's uh, 350 is where they're they're wrapping up a storyline. So it's going to be a new story. And I think that's where he's wanting the new movie to pick up at. Well, kudos for him to just keep it going and not starting back over at number one again. That's what most comic books would do. And just have another number what one about, out there. Um, 
Yeah. Seen, have y'all seen uh, the second season of What If or uh, Echo, the new show Echo? Nope. I hadn't seen Echo yet. Seen I, watched watched the first, yet. I think I watched, we watched the first two or three episodes of Echo. It's it's really good, but I would say if you, I would say go back and watch the Daredevil series again, and then maybe even that Hawkeye series before you watch Echo, because it ties into both of those okay. a lot. And if you haven't remember seen the, those, I or you don't remember, the remember those. Series. I watched it, but it ties in a whole lot. I remember those, it especially off the Hawkeye with one. the Ronin stuff, but, where he did that other character. For you know a while. now they're. Of course, they've always done. They've already done. Uh, they've already started bringing Daredevil in. You know, he was in the Spider-Man movie and yeah, uh, you She-Hulk. Brick? And I'm stuff a really good lawyer. And She-Hulk, <laughs> and then uh, oh, I read today but, that uh, it's not looking good for She-Hulk season two. It's probably not gonna happen, but I wasn't surprised. Yeah, it didn't really. Catch well, they on keep their back and forth on that so much. I will say well, it on cost that show, a lot of money, and it just didn't really go over very I, well. I, well. I started watching that show with low expectations like i just really didn't i had no desire to watch it she hulk in the comments but then when cool, i did though. it was pretty it was a pretty good show i thought that the series was really good the show good. i really enjoyed it it was fun it's fun to watch yeah and you need those every once in a while those fun shows not everything should be dark and serious you know but uh, uh another little piece of news just to reach our quota here uh Doctor Who, the Millie Gibson, the companion for uh with Gatti, who plays Ruby Sunday, is only going to be on this season. She's not going forward on season 15. When do those episodes start? Did y'all watch the specials? Yeah. We talked about I haven't there. seen them yet, but oh uh, dude, I really I'm not for sure. This whole season will be on Disney. They've already found her replacement. Okay. So, I mean, that's kind of like really, really weird. Is this new doctor going to just do three seasons and ditch like the rest of them? Don't know yet. Not for sure. So, we may have to stop for a break again in just a second. Oh, uh, yeah, we got five minutes. Oh, we still got 10 minutes at least. Is it 10? It stops at 40, 40 minutes. Oh, okay. The last one stopped at 32 minutes, but that's because we were on for a while before we started. Recording. Well, that was 32 recording minutes. Yeah. I don't, oh, okay. think it, I don't think it cares if you're recording or not. When you reach your limits, you're out. I guess we'll find out. But I really don't have anything else other than that. You know... I saw an advertisement that I never saw, t- like never heard of. But did you know that Sean, there was this movie beca- called The uh, Avengers of Justice Farce Wars? And it was like Avengers, Justice League, and Star Wars. Like, it, it you know, what? it was like one of those, you know, those comedy movies like they do, like oh, uh, okay. scary movie type things. But the star was Shawn Michaels. <laughs> And I don't know. You know I don't I even remember that. He I played like a cross that. between the Yoda and the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I thought I heard about that and I went and tried to find it and I couldn't find it anywhere. But it's called, it was called Avengers of Justice Farce Wars. Yeah, I remember reading about that and I went and looked for the movie 
And Shawn Michaels and played like a anywhere. combination of Yoda and the Hulk. <laughs> it obviously wasn't very good on any level. Like it sounds like it'd be one of those movies that's so bad it's good. Yeah, yeah. You course. know the the Star Wars Christmas special is so bad they've got a documentary out now talking about what went wrong. Chewbacca's family. Yeah. But one thing we did get from the and I love how like Chewbacca's family would be all talking and stuff and they're Chewbacca and they didn't even have uh but captions translating what they were saying. They were just if you didn't yeah. know if you didn't speak Chewbacca yeah. or Wookiee, but they, uh, you just don't know what they're saying. But the one thing we got out of the Star Wars special was Boba Fett. That was Boba Fett's first appearance. Was the Star Wars Christmas special. The, so the Christmas special was before M- um Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Okay, that I didn't know which movies it, it went between because I didn't watch it when it came out. Do you remember those? Uh, you remember they had those the droids cartoon and the Ewok cartoon. Yeah, like when we Ewok. were kids, there was like a little pink Ewok that was the girl Ewok. <laughs> I remember that. So if it's a girl, it's yeah. born pink. It's pink. Wow. But yeah, and then like a droids swallowing Smurfette pink because <laughs> she had long blonde hair. I mean, Papa Smurf could have grew his hair out. It looked kind of bad. So, did you ever watch Ahsoka? Mm-mm. I watched the first. Still hadn't had a chance to watch. I haven't any. finished it yet, but I watched the first three or four episodes. Uh, because you know Ray, what's his name? That's the guy that played the second Punisher, Ray. Uh, he played uh, in the movie or the show. He was the second Punisher in the movie. The uh, Ray, he was in Dexter. Yeah, and he was in that. Uh, you know, he died that while they were. Right? I guess I figure they were still making Ahsoka when he died. I'm not sure, but That's I never. Right. I haven't finished it yet. But. Yeah, they dedicated the first episode to him. Well, you know how they do nowadays. And uh, you sign away your likeness rights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially they, with Star Wars, because, you know, they never know when they're going to use them. Well, yeah, you know, they, but uh, I will say this. they did a lifetime deal with James Earl Jones going forward. He's never going to do Darth Vader again, but they're going to keep using his voice. Uh, like doing it electronically. So it says up there now that we've got 10 minutes. But the thing about Ahsoka is... Where do you see that? Oh, there, time remaining. The, top. Yep, that's uh, the thing top. about Ahsoka is if if you wasn't a big uh, Clone Wars or Rebels fan... And I wasn't. You're, you're, pro- you're going to miss out on so much. And yeah. I mean, I've watched... Them. I didn't watch I watched, any of the animated... I watched all that. And I'm still lost on some of it, you know? I could keep up better with if they did it on the comic books, actually, than, than the animated. Well... On this, on Ahsoka, like if you watch Star Wars Rebels without watching Clone Wars, then you were lost on Star Wars Rebels. Well, on this, if you haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, you're lost. So if like you really got to go back and kind of (laughs) watch a lot of the stories or you're kind of lost on what's going on. I mean, they pick really good actors. But it's just. 
like I said, you can get really lost and not know what's going on. It takes a real deep Star Wars fan to just really enjoy that one. Um, when we get back from this break, I'm going to talk about a, a con that I'm definitely going to um, here in a few months. And we need to get ready to start talking about Tupelo Con. It's in March, right? Yeah. You know, Con- uh, Corinth Con was this weekend. They've, uh... Yeah, I, I saw on uh, Instagram they posted things saying, yes, we're still doing it. And then all the guests are still coming. They've announced a, a few. We can look it up on uh, during the break too. They've announced a few uh, voice actors for the Tupelo one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's look that up during this next break. As soon as we get kicked off in eight minutes, and then uh, before we go, I wanted to, especially since I've got you here, I wanted to touch up on a little bit on uh, we got the Royal Rumble coming up. Yeah. Saturday. We'll we talk about what. What we think, Sean and Nikki do have peacocks. Like so I know we're gonna watch party. I, I was thinking Kelly. we'll we'll bore Kelly to death with it, but there's a lot of old wrestlers that we'll talk about too. So that might keep Kelly at least a halfway interested in it. <laughs> oh yeah, we're good. Talk about it, Kelly. I guess he just scrolls. He just scrolls Reddit. Reddit. Not everybody's in it, so <laughs> yeah, he don't really tune out. He just starts scrolling Reddit when he gets bored. Well, Kelly, I'll at least know the names of the people we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I so. hadn't been big into wrestling. Like, I'm more into wrestling right now than I have been in a long oh, time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I almost pretty much quit having anything to do with it. And some of that shit we were trying to watch during COVID, man, it was just god awful. Oh. And it was like they were just doing it. They wasn't really trying. They, they were just keeping the company afloat until – yeah. yeah, that's all they were doing. They, they did have a couple, all they were they, doing. They did have a couple good matches, though. That graveyard match, the Undertaker and Styles, Edge's big match, yeah. with, uh, that arena match with uh, somebody. Orton. Yep. Yeah, it, it was. Of course, it was good. I mean, it wasn't all a bust, but man, some that of that, was the, much shit was just hard to watch. That was the worst money in the bank, for sure. Because you remember they had to start at the bottom of the building and fight their way up to the top of the building. Oh, and then yeah. the ladder was on top of the building. And somebody got threw off the building. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Ray Mysterio got threw off, off the, the building, top but of didn't a, like, die. 10-story building, but he's yeah, okay. But he didn't die. The, he's Ray the top of uh, Titan Towers. <laughs> he got threw off the top of Titan Towers. And like I always I said, it, you scared it. The rat. I mean, the mouse. It ran right through there when he opened the door. So... Yeah, let's take a break now so we don't lose. Yeah, that way gotta, we can just come back fresh. I gotta hit the bathroom anyway. We'll get you back on here in a minute, Kelly. Mark can play some music okay. between these. All right. I want to elaborate more on what you were just talking about. Uh, not the chili sauce, but uh, <laughs> before that, trying to find a, a an old an older movie that you think is going to definitely be somewhere online for free, and then you can't. Yeah. Uh, like I was looking for Flash Gordon. The, the only Flash Gordon. the only streaming service that's pretty good about older movies is a uh, is it called Tubi? Tubi, yeah, that's it's, what I was gonna say. It'll Tubi have and Pluto, yeah, but Plex, that's pretty good. I like yeah. Plex. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of movies that you're like, oh, surely this is gonna be free somewhere. Yeah. It's gotta be, but no, you gotta go rent it, rent it on Amazon, knowing you've got a, a VHS and DVD of it in your attic somewhere. Yeah. But now you got to pay for another four dollars just to get it on freaking Amazon. But I was wanting to watch Flash. That's Gordon. the big thing oh, when we Flash already Gordon. have it on DVD and VHS. 
Yeah. I still have a DVD player, though. You need to hang on to it because uh, I got, got my computer. Way. That's it. <laughs> I had a, I was thinking about that during the ice storm. I was like, well, I got my battery bank now. I've got my solar powered charger. I got my power inverter. I can run a TV and a DVD player. No problem. Yeah. I did that watch when, uh, old Star Trek DVDs or something. We watched yeah. it. We watched movies like that for a week after the tornado come through. Like we didn't have internet service for about a week. You see DVDs? And me and the kids just piled in the living room and like yep. we just we watched uh today's my, TVs don't take a lot of power like week, old ones did. An old I had bought like a seven set disc of Shark Week. And then like a bunch of different like we just started going through DVDs like Yeah. It's good to have. I've got a, a whole tote full of DVDs. Oh, God. I couldn't. You remember, I used to keep old wrestling DVDs around. I still got like an Undertaker box set that came in like a wooden coffin. Mm-hmm. Oh. I had a bunch of. Uh, I used to buy every WrestleMania on Blu ray for a long time. I had a bunch of VHS tapes. I've got six or seven like WrestleManias in a row on Blu ray. And, and it, would, it would be the extended edition that included the full Hall of Fame ceremony. I remember, we always talk about how old we are, but I remember getting DVDs from Netflix. So Walmart, they ran a bunch of DVD players on clearance for seven bucks. Damn. You remember when they first came out, a DVD was like $199? I remember that first one I bought was like almost $300. I've got a Blu-ray player that I stayed up all night to do a Black Friday thing for at Best Buy, which I'll never do again. And I paid, I think it was it was a regular $199 and I got it for like $150. And now you can get a Blu-ray player at Dollar General for like 12 bucks. And it's got yeah. internet, internet on it. <laughs> it's well, one of the smart uh, ones. When I was when I was young, we had uh one of our Christmas big all together Christmas presents was a, a VCR that was three hundred dollars. Yep. And then my brother won one a couple of months later from Walmart. He entered in this raffle and won one that was 300 and something bucks. And to tell you how long ago that was, he traded it. He asked him if he could trade it for a uh, microwave because they were the same price. Damn. So a microwave and a VCR both was right around $300. That's another thing kids nowadays will never know is having to live where there's no microwave. Like yeah. we we cooked and heated up everything in an oven. There wasn't the microwaves didn't exist till I was yeah probably I don't know what 12, 13, 15. In fact, that microwave that we had was and it was a good microwave, dude. It blew up on me about three years ago. Oh yeah, appliances that back then, washers one. and dryers. There's a deep freeze in my uh laundry room right now that's older than me. It was made by good housekeeping. <laughs> the uh microwave that I had. It was good housekeeping brand. Nowadays, you can buy uh, like a washing. I've got a washing machine that we paid $600 for, and it was on sale six years ago, maybe five. And it's falling apart right now. You know, I have a. Rep- it won't last uh, another two years. I have a freezer at my house right now. It may now not last another year. That's running and has food in it that's uh, 60 years old. That's yeah. what I was telling y'all earlier. Nice, I just bought a washer and dryer, a washer, right before Christmas, and I've used it maybe three times, and it's broke. Damn. And yeah. They ain't cheap. So I, they technicians, are not, not as... technicians had to come out one day, you know, 
next couple of weeks and fix it. That's crazy. I was going to pull up that con I was going to tell you all about. Oh, oh yeah. We were going to talk about People con. And then we were going to quickly talk about wrestling. Yeah, I was going to, I want to talk about the Royal Rumble before we get off of here. Let me find that picture. Which I'm still kind of confused on what they're going to do, but we'll. Did y'all pull up Tupelo to see? Oh. It's called the place, the, the con I'm going to is in June. It's called Smoky Mountain Terror. It's a horror con. And dude, they've got everybody. Like, you know, usually you want to get like the actor that played Jason to come to the con. They not only have Jasons there, like but like the people he killed are going to be there. Like people that were just in one of the movies for a little while. Like the girl that got her face pushed through the RV in part six. She's going to be there. Like people that deep cut, like hardcore Friday the 13th fans like me will only know like who they are. So I'm pretty excited about so, it. Uh, what official capacity will be there in as far as the podcast is concerned remains to be seen. But now that, I'm down. Now that y'all have expressed interest in going, I'll reach out and see if we could set up a table or at least do something. Maybe they're not flooded with podcasts already this early on. And the thing is, they're still announcing names. Yeah, I noticed that. Best thing to do is follow their so, Instagram. That's where they're announcing everything. As of right I noticed now, it was an eight-hour drive for us. So. Yeah, it's up in Tennessee, up in the mountains. So as of right now, they've got three voice actors. You're looking up Tupelo Con. At Tupelo Con. It's Greg Baldwin, who was in... He was the Jedi Master Tara Sanub. Guarm and Cassis on Star Wars Clone Wars. Uh, multiple voices on Lego Star Wars. And he was Jack M. Crazy Fish in SpongeBob SquarePants. Nice. <laughs> and then uh, the next voice actor is Josh Martin. And I've, I've actually heard of him and seen him. And he was in Dragon Ball. You know, that's the cool thing about nowadays is these just uh, actors that are just starting out and and just voice actors can land a cool role playing a familiar character. And it's and they're they've got a a whole career going forward of con appearances because, you know, people want to talk to the guy that voiced one of their favorite characters, you know. That's kind of and not to mention the autographs and pictures and exactly doesn't you have like a whole new career open up if you just land one really cool role is like you maybe you voiced Spider Man in a video game or something like boom all of a sudden you're you know quasi famous. But one thing I've noticed about these voice actors is uh, you don't just voice act one character. Oh no! Most of the time, they do three or four characters in yeah. one. Oh yeah, you're like numerous characters over numerous different. So it's not just like Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. It might be four or five other animes you're also yeah. associated yeah. with. That's, that's still part of that same. A lot of them will go to work for Funimation, and it's just like a full time job, basically. Yeah, I mean they're just there just to just to do voiceovers like if they go to work for funimation or somebody 
they'll just it's it's like a full-time job you know they'll just go in and voice characters all the time for different shows and stuff different animes and no and then they'll do video games and all that so so catch us up on uh this Royal Rumble stuff, if we don't have nothing else to talk about. Uh, so, so my my theory is, and you know, I haven't been watching it religiously, but we know The Rock is back. But how back is he? Has he been appearing? Well, here's the thing: appearing weekly. A Has month? he wrestled anybody, or is he just cutting? No, no, on he's only been out one time so far. So he's not really. So back. here's the thing: a month ago, everybody could have predicted once CM Punk come back, everybody and started his little thing with Seth Rollins, which we did talk about that on here. You could predict what WrestleMania was going to be. Pretty much, it was going to be CM Punk, Seth Rollins, and Cody Rhodes, and and Roman Reigns Part Two. That was going to be your two. You know, they do. Two main events now, the Saturday night main event and then the Sunday night main event. That was probably going to be your two main events. But now The Rock is around, so it's like, okay, if, if they're going to have The Rock versus Roman Reigns, what do you do with Cody Rhodes? Well, now, just last week, just last Monday, Seth Rollins got injured, so they're not sure yet that he's going to even what make What kind of injury are we talking Rumble. about? But it was some kind of knee injury, and they said if it doesn't need surgery, he could be back in like four to six weeks. So that wouldn't be a big deal, you know. He'd still be around for WrestleMania, and he doesn't have a match set up for the Royal Rumble anyway. So you know that's not a big deal. But if he has to have surgery, he might be out past WrestleMania. So then it's like, now who wins, and what do you do with him? Is it gonna? It's gonna. It's still gonna be. I mean, there's probably a 99% chance that it's still going to be either CM Punk or Cody Rhodes that wins the Royal Rumble. But it's like, but what do you do with them? If The Rock's going to fight Roman Reigns, do you think the Rock then what do you do with Cody do you Rhodes? you think The Rock will be... Who do you think some of the surprise people with the Rumble will be? Because there's always got to be a couple that you're like, whoa. Well... Let's say the two Who's there that could be a surprise. They're saying something about uh, X Pop that he might be one of the surprise ones. Coco, beware! <laughs> uh, he came out one time, but there's, there's, I don't know that there's. They're saying that the whole MJF and AEW, the, you know how he said he become a free agent in 2024, and you know he's out right now, injured from AEW. And like his contract expired, but they think that's that he's still going to be with AEW. But so a lot of people's like, oh, MJF could show up at the Royal Rumble, but I don't see that happening. And now I don't know if y'all know who Okada is. He's mm. from New Japan, blonde haired guy. Oh, uh, well, his contract ended last month in New Japan. And so now a lot of people's thinking he might show up at the Rumble. What are you eating, Kellogg? And uh, gumbo. You made gumbo? Yeah. From scratch? Not really from scratch. I mean, did you make your own roux and shit? No. <laughs> no, we got a bunch of roux canned up. So I just dumped it out, heated it up, then added all my ingredients. Oh, mm. look at you. 
Sorry, I just I always wonder what some people's eating, so do I know if I need to be jealous or not? <laughs> That's the reason I had it muted so y'all could talk and y'all wouldn't hear me over here moaning. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's the thing is everybody's kind of confused. And it's I like I said earlier, it's probably a, a good problem to have because they've got so many main event guys now. What's John Cena doing? Like, and, he came back for a minute. During yeah, the- he came back and actually got beat by Solo, Sokoa. But they got so many people that they're pushing into the main event spot all year long. But then when WrestleMania comes around, it's like, okay, well, thanks for making our show for the last year. But, you know, we got Stone Cold coming back or, you know, just for instance, we got Stone Cold, The Rock and such and such coming back. So you're going to take a back seat during WrestleMania, you know, like yeah. L.A. Knight. Like what's L.A. Knight going to do now? You know, he's been their biggest star all year long, just about. Sold the most merchandise and and a big name from the past and, can just make one yeah. so like. Trinitron, something like the rock comes in and And says, Oh, I'm going to go out to eat and hit it, sit at the head of the table. And then all of a sudden, there's your (laughs) storyline. Yeah. And it's like somebody has to take a back seat. It's like the big names that the marquee names that they sell tickets promoting is almost hurting the business in in general Mm -hmm. because they're pushing down the talent that works year round. To be in those spots. They want people to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, they won't so. sell them tickets. No, I don't the remember. Rocks. Was it that way when we were kids watching wrestling? No, the big names were there when we were watching yeah. wrestling. Yeah. The big names well, were, not, there. They were there. The people wrestling were big names. Round, though. Yeah. But they never left. There weren't like, part-time people. It's not like them. it is yeah. now. You know, Roman Reigns is, has wrestled like 11 matches this whole year in all of 2023. During the territory days, the he champion like would wrestle matches. like 500 times a year. Yeah. He would wrestle more than once a day. Roman Reigns wrestled 11 matches in 2023, somewhere around there. 11 matches. Like I wrestled See, that is the in 2023. I bet Brock Lesnar's <laughs> around, around about the same number, right? Well, he's yeah. You know, he's been gone for a while, but well, he be is he around right now? Mm-mm. You think he'll be in the Mania picture, or he'd be a Royal Rumble guy? He'll probably show up for the Rumble. Well, for Mania at least, or the night after. They always, you know, they always say somebody. They need, somebody to, get for they the need night to get after. back to that. The night after thing used to be huge. Well, Vince McMahon screwed it up this year, but now he's completely gone, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, the night after Mania was like better than Mania itself. Well, you know. Sometimes. Like that night, NXT was going head to head with AEW, and they had on NXT they had John Cena, Paul Heyman, The Undertaker. Uh, <laughs> but did they even do anything, or did they just they come didn't. out? And but it do was their interest to get people and, to watch? Did anybody know? take a bump or give a bump at all? No. <laughs> I mean, we'll just do it over the Trinitron. <laughs> do it from your living room with a green screen. Like John Cena was in one guy's corner while Paul Heyman was in another guy's corner, you know. And then the Undertaker came out and choke slammed. Uh, I still say we go back and watch that episode. Rick Steiner. Can you watch kid, it on YouTube? And that was it. Oh, it's on Peacock. We can go find it on Peacock, I'm sure. Let's watch it after we get done with all this. But. Just because I haven't seen it and The Undertaker came out. Well, I mean, you're forced to watch like six ter- or six or eight terrible last matches. I got fast forward on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see. And we'll be sitting here bullshitting anyway. 
But the Undertaker came out as the American badass instead of the. I respect him for that because he retired the Undertaker character. Yeah. So if he's going to come out, he's like, well, I'm going to do American Badass because. Well, it fit because uh, that's what Braun Breaker's new thing is badass Braun Breaker or something like that or the yeah. bad dog or something. It would almost water down his retirement if he came out as the dead man. As much as, but, you know, we want to see it again. I mean, wrestlers always kill their own legacy. Ric Flair did, buddy. Rick Flair's terrible. I love right me now. some Rick Flair. Don't don't hate. He's on he's on TV every week right I now. Love, and I'm fine but, with him being on TV. I'm not fine with him wrestling. That um, match is the hardest match I've ever had to watch in my life. Yeah. I wish I hadn't watched it. And he's now he's wanting to do another. I one. would pay somebody like fifty dollars to erase that from my memory. Like they were afraid <laughs> he was gonna die. While I mean, I'm willing to give up fifty dollars of my hard earned money. If I could not remember Ric Flair's last match. I know. And they were seriously afraid he was going to die. He seriously kind of did. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they had to eject him like in a heart with adrenaline before it was over. Well, now it's AEW doesn't even pay his salary. His, uh, his energy drink company, the company that makes the woo energy drinks. Yeah. He's making a bunch paying, of money on a They're actually paying his, sa- his salary to be on AEW TV. The same company that does so, Mike Tyson's marijuana. He's got the uh, Ric Flair, like, woo yeah. marijuana. He's making good money off that. And I have no trouble problems with him coming out, doing commentary, cutting promos. Oh, no. Being a ballet. But he does not need to get in that ring and wrestle. He's, like, 75 years old. He he was. Well, they're also now, he's doing- the GOAT. He's the best, but his time is over. Sting's last match is going to be a big letdown. You think? It's him and Darby Allen against the Young Bucks. I mean, like. When is that? When like, think about that. your whole, all of Sting's career and think about who he should be fighting in his very last match. Well, it should be Flair, but Flair and, just can't do it anymore. Well, no. But, I mean, even, even aside, he's been with Darby Allen this whole time. That would have been a good match, you know, or at least something that I could see that happening. But like, it doesn't make any These sense. These older guys, they want to put them in a, a four way match or a tag team match because then they got time to like catch their breath when yeah. they're not tagged in. But and then, then still they can in get good the shape. Hot, I mean, he he's is, not as good a shape as he when was. When they rest up in the corner, ago, they can get that hot tag. Ago, but they can get the hot tag and come in yeah. and just destroy everybody, clear the ring. But do you think I get about why they do it. whole career? And it's like, but I think. I told I said something too. Somebody was like, This is a I was like, they were like, This is a big letdown for Sting's retirement match. And I was like, No, nah, dude, this is Sting's AEW retirement match. Like, I still think he'll like if you're gonna retire nowadays, you're not gonna do it in AEW. Do it WWE. You know, you really think he'll do it? I he'll I think he'll hey, I'm not gonna he, say he probably sat out a couple years. I would have I would have bet pretty big numbers. On the fact that CM Punk would never be back in WWE, and here he is, bebopping right back up in there. Everybody always, oh, TNA is starting. You know, they went back to being called TNA again. Did they bring back the six sided ring? No, but they kind of showed out a little bit. You know who squashed that? They've got um, they've got Dolph Ziggler. He signed with them. Oh, good. He's good. They've got uh, you remember Dana Brooks from WWE? Nope. She signed with them. Uh, you know, she was the big, she was kind of a bodybuilder for a while, and then she lost all her weight and turned into a regular diva. But, uh, 
Yeah, they've got they they brought in a couple of big names for this whole let's go back to TNA thing. Who would you like? And, let's play fantasy wrestling here for a minute. Who would you like to see Sting wrestle for his true last match? And it can still go. It can still. It can't be Ric Flair. It possibly could be Man. Steamboat. That would be good. Well, that's who Ric Flair was. Nash is done for his last match. And Steve Kevin Nash, he said down. repeatedly on Click This that he's he's never going to wrestle again in yeah. any capacity. Uh, X Pog, eh, that's him and Sting never had just a huge rivalry. No, um, Luger's out. Obviously, been out for a long time. I mean, you go back. Sting's biggest career was in WCW. But there's hardly who's anybody left, left in WCW. Who's left that he had a big I mean, rival with? He had rivals with are all either dead or or just can't or do it can't anymore. Can't do it anymore. Yeah, he didn't hit the drugs and stuff and all that. I mean, your last one, to be honest, Sting's last one should have been Undertaker's last one. That's yeah, now I the, I, I, I truly believe the Undertaker will never wrestle again. Mm-mm. Any in any capacity, but that should have been both of them's last one. It definitely should have. And, you know, that graveyard match, Sting and Undertaker could have pulled off because Sting did one almost just like it in AEW not long after. Yep. That and Undertaker been them too. and AJ pulled it off, so they could have done that if nothing else. But instead of wrestling Triple H, Sting should have wrestled Undertaker, and it should have been both of them. Yeah, Sting never match. had a rivalry with Triple H. The only thing they were doing is WCW versus WWE. And then they, that way and they I'm like, oh, the my NWO God, how tired is and that? The, and the DX in there. How tired is that? That's the only reason. That's from 25 years ago. And they could have done NWO and DX without Sting and, and Triple H, yeah. that, without that match, you know? Because Sting... You know, he was a part of the big, the red NWO. And of course, they didn't let but, Sting get over. And I'm like, what's the point of bringing somebody in that's never been in WWE? Well, they had bigger plans for Sting, and then he got injured. I think that was a big deal. I feel like they were planning on the next year being Sting and Undertaker. That'd but then nice. Sting got injured, and that just didn't work out. So who then? I don't know, man. It would Who's be a good left? send-off. <laughs> I mean... For the last three years or however long he's been teaming with Darby Allen. Like to me, that makes if you're just gonna pick one and you're trying to put the Darby, you you've been working with the kid for three years now. What I'm better speaking way to more pull, on the terms of last match ever? Like if you, you know, really believe he'll come back to WWE to retire, who will his retirement will he match be? I mean, yeah, it passed or present. Well, he's never had any feuds with anybody that's in WWE now. He's never had any feuds. What does anybody. Booker T do now? Does he wrestle? No. I guess he could, but could mankind do it one more time? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can't think of anybody. I don't I unless like you said, Steamboat. Now that would I mean him and Jericho yeah. had a pretty good run there. A very good run, actually. I mean, to me, that would even be better than what they're doing. You know, because of both of them being in AEW, that would even be better than what they're doing. But who would be the bad guy, or would it just be Icon versus Icon, like Hogan and The Rock kind of thing? Well, Jericho's killing. He's he's another one that's killing his own legacy too. Like Jer- I think it should be Icon versus Icon if they do it like that. But yeah. I don't know who you would do. Like we still, I I still can't say. Steve the only one I could possibly think of, and I don't even think he would want to do it. Now, if you went back to TNA and started thinking about those, maybe 
maybe Sting and Kurt Angle again because uh, they did a lot in TNA. Kurt Angle hit his last but, few matches that I saw. I mean, he's just, I mean, he's, he's broke his neck six times. <laughs> I mean, God bless him for having such well, a, I mean, a lustrous career. Nobody's going like to get seven broken necks, but like with Sting, even though he still got it, he can to, still go some. It's like nobody's going to put, like, Sting's not going to put on a five star match with anybody, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it doesn't really matter who you put against him. You just got to work on their strengths and that be it, you know? Whatever you put him against, we'll have to sell it. Bring him in at next year's Royal Rumble. Let him get eliminated like some cheap shot elimination. And whoever that was. And then he's in the Hall of Fame. Match. Well, he's already in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Yeah, I think and so. And they just let him retire. Let him get one last run like in a, in a Royal Rumble match. That way it don't matter who the feud is. Who you think's the they big? Wouldn't, they wouldn't do it, though. Who you think is going to be the big uh, Hall of Fame inductee this year? They've been putting off Batista because they wanted Batista to do it during 2020, but he didn't want to do it because of COVID. Because of COVID, he wanted a live crowd there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's probably a if they can get him, if his Hollywood schedule lines up. Well, as far as I know, he's still making a lot of movies. But as far as I know, I think he's done with. Um, oh yeah, he's done with Drax. With Drax, yeah, because he don't want to keep up that. Yeah, that body he can't. You know they were fussing because he wore a shirt in the last Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of people were fussing because he wore a shirt, and he's like, he's, he's like, dude, I'm he's 50, like fifty five years old, yeah, 55, 56 like years that. old. I can't look like I did when I was yeah. twenty five. So, which they could have done CGI on him; it wouldn't really matter. But still, um, uh, so I don't know who you think the Hall of Fame. Probably him. I got to thinking. I was wondering if they ever they're running out of like, people. Well, they they've I mean, they'll never go. really run out of people, but they're running out of like people that the big are, names. Like, like the, I remember the big holy shit moment for Hall of Fame inductee announcement was when they announced Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, we were sitting here watching it, and we were, we were all like, and then he died the next day, and he died the next later, free, after making after like filming his own eulogy. Yeah, basically on his final like promo, he walks out of the ring, goes to his hotel, gets up the next day to go to his car and die in the parking lot. That's crazy. Kind of poetic justice if you think about it. But man, if you listen to that promo in retrospect, it's like it's almost like he knew. I mean, I know he didn't. Mm. It was a massive heart attack, but wow. It was almost like he was giving his. Well, own they're energy. running out of the big names, so. But that's what I was talking about, like a, a moment like that where you're like, I mean, it, "Whoa, holy shit!" Like they would have to do like JC the Body Venture or something. I mean, something. at some point, he's, in, probably, he's probably in the Hall of Fame. At some point in five, ten years, it'll be John Cena, Randy Orton. Oh yeah, those guys, you know. But you're not going to induct somebody that's still got. No. But it's like right now they're kind of at that breaking point where like, who is it that you ended up? And then there's some people that have been re-inducted because they were part of a different faction. <laughs> yeah. Did did they ever induct Evolution? No, they haven't yet. They've done DS. So Ric Flair will have how NWO. many rings? Like how many rings is well, Ric Flair right Ric Flair, and then they inducted the uh, Four Horsemen. Horsemen. So he's got those two. So, so if they, they do, evolution, do Evolution, he'll, have he'd four. Get another one. he'll have three. Triple H would get two from DX and Evolution. But 
I mean, they, I guess they. Oh, we got 10 minutes. We are running out of time. Man, we have just been straight up bullshitting. Pretty most, much. Most everybody that don't like wrestling has turned it off already. Well, we didn't go too long into wrestling. That's why I got to saved it for like last. 20 minutes. If we started out with wrestling, I think we'd have lost some people. Yeah. Well, that was if Kelly if Kelly wasn't going to be here tonight. I, that's pretty much the whole podcast was going to be about catching up on wrestling and that kind of stuff. So let's talk for five of the ten minutes. We've got to see. Are y'all willing to play the bad guys in Dungeons and Dragons? I mean, I'll, I'll you know I am. I'll just need to. I'll have to roll up a new character. Everybody will. Which but is fine. That don't take us long no more. No. You know, it used to be like a big deal for us to roll new characters, but now I gotta hurry up and buy me a new surface so I can start using D and D Beyond. Dude, eBay. I got mine on eBay and got it cheap. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Hell, doing. you can just get a cheap they got cheap tablets at Walmart for like 80 bucks. I want a service. I, I like my service. It, I mean one of my kids has had had his little tablet that I bought him for like I think I paid sixty or sixty or eighty bucks for it, and man, he's been he he's on that thing constantly. Like I'm on my cell phone he's with the service. I felt like I was for like sixty bucks, or I mean, for like three years now for sixty bucks. You I, know? I didn't feel like I was limited to anything. Like I could do anything I wanted to do on it. Whereas on like an iPad, you can only do like the the i Mac well, I mean, iPhone stuff. Sixty bucks for just something that you're. But what do you want to do that's not on there? That's the question. What do you mean? You said you feel limited on the iPad. I don't. I can do any and everything on my iPad. Maybe it's limited uh, to what I know how to do. Like I know how to do my 3D printer, and I know how to do uh, all my software uh, for uh, Photoshop editing, audio editing. Even video yeah. editing, I can do all that on a Windows-based computer. Now I can do a lot on a iPad, iPhone, but there's there's certain things I can't, and I feel that yeah, way. Yeah, I can't do much of my 3D printing stuff on the iPad. I'm not saying there's not a way to do it. There's just not a way to do it that I I'm familiar. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. We got seven minutes to wrap up. Yeah, this is, where the hell's the bell? Where's uh, hell's bell? Hell's bells. Seriously, it was just right, right here. We used it on the 200th episode. That may be in one of those drawers. Well, there's another. There is one in this. In one of the, there, there, see it right there. Mm-hmm. The OG bell is broken. That may be it over there. <clears throat> there's two bells that, that that's Mark Three right there. I may have to use it. Nothing about the one you're looking for is Mark Three. Mark One died. I'll just say. Mark One got lost. I'll just say ding, ding, ding. No, it died. <laughs> I don't think this was broke. Oh yeah. No, it's warped. It's all cocky. It is crooked. You can get one ding out of it. That's about it. It's got one ding left. So we'll have to use it for our last ding. We got six minutes. Everybody go listen to episode 200 if you hadn't. That was a real good episode. Oh, the after, after, after show. the after show is going to be awesome. 
we're recording this out of order. We actually haven't recorded it yet, but you'll it'll be out before this is. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to episode two hundred one. Two hundred one. Hey, <laughs> I had to hit it three times to get a D. Yeah, of real pop culture. We've been broadcasting live from high top, the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. <laughs> I have to hit it three times. It worked. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you, ain't it? Oh, you brought that back, huh? That's all I've ever said. I was talking to <laughs> see Chris now. Say he hadn't been recording yet. <laughs> I hadn't been recording yet, so I can't do it as a sound check. But all right, we're recording now. So la 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 la. No no no. Thank you, real pop culture. Goodbye. I'm gonna release that as an episode. <laughs> Be our most listened to yet. <laughs>